Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast-emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. Starting in the 1980s, a disturbing phenomenon began to catch the attention of economists. Despite steady and at times booming economic growth, the share of the money being taken by workers was falling. The trend has continued to this day and has been especially evident in the most developed economies. Those who own the sources of capital have become richer and richer. Workers haven't kept up. Rising inequality grows out of that changing income share, and it too is being seen in many countries. Fairness aside, put the falling income share for the laboured together with rising inequality, and there are worrying repercussions. Rising inequality has in the past led to social unrest, the growth of extremist political movements, and even wars. Economists have identified two main reasons for the falling labour income share, globalization and technological changes such as automation. Governments are aware of the dangers inherent in rising inequality, and need to act to offset the trend. But to do that, they have to understand the factors behind the changes in their particular country. That's especially important in Asia, where stability may be more at risk than in the most developed countries. A recent paper for the Asian Development Bank Institute looked at the issues that might have affected changing labor income shares in Asia. To start with, Asia hasn't been hit by the phenomenon everywhere in the same way. Labor's share of income fell in Japan, the Republic of Korea, and the People's Republic of China, but rose in Malaysia and Thailand. China and Vietnam have been identified as countries experiencing extreme income inequality. It turns out, labor share changes in developing Asia can mostly be attributed to one factor, while labor changes in developing Asia are due to another. The more developed countries in Asia seem to have been affected most by technological change, while the less developed have felt the effects of globalization. For some less developed countries, globalization has even led to a rise in the labor income share. The authors of the paper looked most closely at the effects of what is known as routinization. That's what economists call the process where technological advances become cheap enough that they can be used to replace the routine tasks done by workers. Routinization is most commonly seen in jobs like manufacturing or financial services. Those industries are home to jobs in which semi-skilled workers perform repetitive tasks that follow a series of instructions and require little abstract thinking. Given the resources, programmers can automate these tasks using computer programs and machines. It's not surprising that routinization hit hardest in those countries which had the most developed industries. They had the jobs most prone to it. Less developed countries in Asia didn't have the jobs that were exposed to routinization, especially 30 or 40 years ago when developed Asia started feeling its effects. The bulk of their jobs were low-paid and lesser-skilled. It makes less sense to automate the job of a farm worker in Indonesia than someone screwing together a stereo in Japan. By the early 1990s, the paper explains, developed Asia was heavily exposed to routinization. Japan, and the Republic of Korea in particular, saw technology replace many manufacturing jobs as robots moved onto production lines. 
the labor share of income started falling as a result. Globalization wasn't the main reason developed Asia saw labor shares falling, but it did contribute. Globalization isn't just about trade and supply chains. It is also about the movement of investment capital. Globalization meant greater access to new sources of investment capital for the more developed countries in Asia, and that capital could be used to buy technology to automate systems that formerly used workers. Globalization was the bigger force for changing the labor share of income in less developed Asia. First, the offshoring of manufacturing and other industries led to workers moving from jobs in agriculture or other low-skilled fields into higher-skilled and higher-paid work in factories. Other new jobs sprung up in the service sector, where new factory workers spent their money. Those jobs weren't just coming from manufacturing that was relocating from places like the United States. Company workers in developed Asia were also moving jobs to less developed Asia, the same time as routinization was happening in their factories at home. That helped drive down the labor share of income in developed Asia even more. Second, while it put those workers who had moved from the farms into jobs where they might potentially then be exposed to routinization, in less developed countries, the math that justified routinization didn't work like it did in developed countries. It was harder for the owners of capital to access investment funds in less developed countries, for one thing. And, since their workers were paid far less than workers in developed countries, the cost of automating those jobs would have needed to be much lower to make the switch worthwhile. In some countries, it has become even harder to access investment capital than it was previously. In places like Malaysia or the Philippines, which saw an influx of money during the 1990s, it has become harder for the owners of capital to secure funding. That has led them to invest less in capital-intensive industries and more in production that requires labor. That has also led to a rising share of income for labor. This podcast was based on, does the exposure to routinization explain the evolution of the labor share of income? Evidence from Asia, a working paper for the Asian Development Bank Institute by Mitali Das, Deputy Division Chief at the International Monetary Fund. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.